Ready to mash up the place. I don't understand what's going on here. It's just fantastic. Yeah, no doubt about it. It is the best station. They have a variety of music. It's a wide variety. I love this station. Calling all network managers, teachers, and safeguarding leads. Discover how NetSupport DNA can help you work smarter and achieve best practice with ease. NetSupport Radio. Nothing else comes close. And welcome to Net Support Radio. I'm guest host Henry Platten today. Uh, joining me is Al Kingsley, the one and only Al Kingsley from Net Support. Hi, Al. Hello, hello. Good to see you. <laughs> it's great to see you too. And always fantastic to be here on Net Support Radio. Um, one of the things I'd like to dive straight into, uh, Al, is that you know, we know, and, and everyone working within education and working with education knows that time and money are two of the things which are in drastically short supply in education um, and just you know frightening levels um, one of the things which I've always been impressed with when looking at, at the net support you know, range of products and services that you have is how net support DNA can actually help in terms of both of those two pressures time and money for, for schools and for network managers and leaders for those people who are listening in who may not have come across uh, NetSupport DNA before, uh, and if so, uh, where have they been? Uh, but if they haven't come across it, do you want to give a bit of a summary just about you know, what it is and what it offers to schools? Yeah, I mean, high level, um, exactly right. We know what the situation the landscape is in education. Many of us work in education alongside our um, commercial roles. Mm. Um, and there are some common strands, and time and money absolutely are, are, are integral and often fun- fundamentally linked. Um, so the NetSupport suite, which has evolved over 30 years, and it's very much in response to what we see in the changing landscape in terms of school IT, really sits in three kind of hoppers. So the first part of the product is all about um, the tools for the network manager, making sure that all that IT equipment you've got is available and operational. And there's some cost savings in there too. So knowing what machines you've got, discovering them, identifying what hardware you've got, whether it can be upgraded or not, what software's installed across the network, uh, how many licenses you're renewing each year that maybe you don't need. And, of course, to do that, you need to know usage. So Head of Humanities says, I need these licenses renewing this year to be able to say, actually, those licenses you've got haven't been used for the last six months. Maybe we could spend the money more wisely. So metering of application usage and so on. Alerting in advance when there are issues on the network. So, again, making sure the device and technology are available to staff. And this is back office as well as front office, you know, in terms of um, the whole IT estate across the school being able to deploy our updates, remote control machines to support them. All about managing what you've got and getting the most out of what you've got. And we always have that conversation about schools looking to invest in more technology. And the starting point is always, well, can you evidence the impact of the kit you've already got? It's yeah. much easier and much you know, more reassuring to invest in more of something if you know what you've already got is having that kind of impact. So that's kind of hopper number one. The second part, uh, NetSport School, is all about classroom instructional technology. It used to start with the very basics of seeing screens, blocking keyboards, eyes to the front of the class, children, and so on. And now it's much more about you know assessment, collaboration in the classroom. Not only sharing screens, shepherding, time again, making sure all the kids' machines are logged in at that lesson, automatically launching an application or taking children to a website, doing quick plenary testing, Q&A, basketball questioning, surveys, tests, uh, peer assessment, allowing children to actually work together collaboratively, creating journals of learning, so everything, all the content the teacher shares in my lesson, the child can take away. 
really about making and shaping that bit. And part of it's linked to teacher confidence, having a tool that means they know they can shepherd the children and get the most out of the tech within the classroom. And then the third bit, the inevitable bit, because we all have that obligation really is, you know, if you've got all this technology and you're using it effectively in the classroom, you also want to make sure the children are safe when they're using it online. So the, the third part of the jigsaw puzzle is that safeguarding side of things. And, and so for us, we're very heavily involved in tools that help um, safeguard children, apply contextual intelligence, really taking it to the next level in terms mm. of the technology that we do. Being those eyes and ears, but putting into context, you know, who the child is, whether they're a vulnerable child, how many times they've searched for keywords against a particular topic, and identifying those children that might be at risk, whether it be of online grooming, radicalization, or whatever it might be. You bring them together and you have a single footprint that does all those different bits. And of course, if you, you have that grip, you can actually save more money in terms of the savings on your school network, yep. not wasting money on licenses, power and all the rest of it, far more than it actually costs you. And it's priced, obviously, to be education affordable. And and it's fantastic you know, to, to hear you talk about the, the breadth of the services there. But there are certain sort of key points that you were talking about, and you're obviously... One, the, the history of net support, and you've been going for over 30 years, but also that confidence for the educators, that contextualised solution for, for the educators, and that kind of evolution that's, that's continually going. I know it comes back to the strong ethos that you have around customer engagement and listening and working with educators, um, not just as, as a leader you know, within industry, but as you say, you know, with your role um, you know, with MATS and, and governorship in schools and working closely with teachers. Um, just looking to, to that you know, level of customer engagement and the evolution, which I know runs through all the, the products and services, um, surely there's going to be some new things coming out for, for NetSupport DNA. Because I know you never rest on your laurels. <laughs> no. So, so what, are the, what are the new things that are coming out? I guess they mirror what we're seeing within the education space. And that's no surprise because, you know, we, we mirror the feedback from customers and we try to take the ideas that teachers and school leaders are looking for and, and respond to those needs. Um, so I suppose one part is about scalability. We're seeing more and more schools becoming part of MATS. Um, and wanting a singular solution that will allow that scale of managing lots of different schools that might be different environments. So we've, we've worked quite heavily on the next update in terms of our scalability of NetSupport DNA. Um, we've done quite a bit of work in terms of migration of all of our safeguarding technology to the cloud. Not exclusively, so you don't have to have it in the cloud. It's a choice, and I'm very much an advocate that the cloud works in some scenarios and doesn't in others. Um, so choice is always a good thing. Mm. But making that information accessible. So as a DSL walking through school, you see a child you're concerned about, open your phone, immediately pull up a, a history or a summary about that child if they've any concerns reported about them and so on. So we've done quite a lot of work on that. Network managers, being network managers, want to keep an eye on stuff, want to be proactive and preempt things. So we've added a new spotlight feature so they can identify a machine or a server and they can quickly open up a spotlight, see what's happening on the machine, have a look in much more tech level of what services and processes are running in the background and interact with them, stop and start them, reset things. So much more the kind of extension of the techie tools. We've done quite a lot on our explorer mode in terms of developing that so that um, the monitoring of lots of devices across the network and activity on them is now much more engaged. Um, another area we've done in terms of, we already do application metering and control, but it's kind of a halfway house between, I guess, application control and, and safeguarding in many regards, is the ability to block an application based on its name or title. And when we say an application, it could just be a window. So if you mm. open something and the, the title of it is, uh, let's use a, a relatively safe but obvious word, cannabis, it will auto-close it. 
um, and if it's a game and it's certain keywords, it will automatically close it. That prevents children using or accessing content. It could be an email that pops out with a subject that's relevant to it that would then prevent viewing of that mm -hmm. term. And, of course, alerting and reporting on the back of that. And that's something that is, um, you know, you can do it with a sledgehammer, but you always want to do it elegantly because I'm always very nervous of the idea that, you know, a child opens a document that's been sent to them and it's about cannabis and it kills word. And then what about their curriculum work they've currently got on in a second document in background? So it's got to be elegant and mm. effective. Mm. And often with anything you do for education, the devil's in the detail. You know, you need to be... You need to be effective, you need to be reliable and robust, but you also need to be mindful that that content is really, really valuable on the child's machine. You know, midway through an essay, you don't want stuff locking and blocking and stopping and losing that content. Yeah. And that really, that devil in the detail is what is, you know, the foundation of net support as an education vendor. Um, we've done some other works on our classroom side of things as well in terms of our classroom management. But as always is the case, you know, we found with our product, it's a mature product. And, and in education, if you've got a good product, you'll develop a good, loyal following of schools that will see the benefit and the impact and use it. And if you've got a poor product, word gets around quick. That's the, yeah. the beauty or the, or, or the negative of education. People <laughs> share much yeah. more than in business. Um, and I've always been the, the, of the view that it's about evolution, not revolution. You know, mm. Sometimes it's about, um, certainly in the classroom technology in the UI, um, I think there's an important thing, which is people gain confidence from familiarity. And... Um, what people don't want is the marketing gimmick of every time the product gets updated, the UI's completely changed and the buttons yeah. are in a different place and you've got to relearn and gain that confidence again. So we like the, the subtle tweaks that add extra functionality in response to demand, but it is that case of it gradually evolves, but that familiarity remains. And, and we always chase the holy grail of adding more features and making the product simpler. That's what you try to aim for, you know, and even sometimes, like in the, new, in the classroom management update, having a toolbar you can toggle to simple mode where there's half as many buttons and they're twice as big. And it's just that simple. Just let me get the, my um, basic grip and control of the technology in this classroom and I'll start adding the other finer point features on as and when I want. And, and that's really what we're all about. Brilliant. As a leader in safeguarding, and, and you talked on um, you know, the importance of safeguarding being brought in even more and embedded across the, the suite of, of net support products as opposed to just being one standalone solution, which mm. I completely agree that that's exactly the, the right model to do is look at how it's a thread between everything. Um, I know you've incorporated some excellent opportunities to empower students, things like you know the report and concern tool um, and to raise any issues that, that students have. Are there any other new specific features around safeguarding which you're, you're looking at, at adding? I think um, it's an evolutionary process. I mean, the biggest change for us in our, in, our, in our updates at the beginning of this year was to introduce the new contextual intelligence, the CI engine, into the product. And um, that's taking lots and lots of assumptions to present to DSLs and senior leaders a child that's deemed to be at risk. And it's making the assumptions that we would expect a, a member of staff to make, knowing the context and background of a child and the behaviour and activities. And that constantly involves... What I'm really conscious of when it comes to safeguarding is um, there, there is a real balance between if, if you want to have a database of 20,000 words that trigger every time a child simply types a word similar to it, you create a storm of emails or alerts. And as always, you've got somebody who's got to have the time to manage and monitor and review those. And there's always the risk that it becomes more harmful than not because you either end up with people just not looking at it because it's too onerous well, you can't see the wood from the trees. And those important ones that might link to suicide or self-harm or something else don't get seen today when they need to be. 
So again, like a lot of these things, you know, part of the optimization of what we've been doing with the product is to really say, look, we'll take all this data, but we'll make you aware of the stuff you need to be aware of. And the rest we'll put into context and present whenever you want to access it in a format where it's not lost, it's there, but you don't need to be bombarded with messages all the time. You know, all the terms, if appropriate, in the right context are of concern. But clearly a child who's looking at self-harming or suicide, we need to know about today. There may be a trending theme with girls in year 11 that lots of the topics relate to body image that might prompt an assembly or some other topic, but perhaps you don't need to know tonight. You know, and so that's mm, that mm. kind of element. And it's all this kind of focus about recognising the challenges. You know, some schools, you know, which again, I, you, know, you have to look at in terms of where funding is spent, you know, are paying third parties to monitor their keyword filtering and let them know. But they don't know the children and the context, so no. they're taking a black and white assumption. Why pay that for that kind of service when a tool can make the, the, the basic assumptions, the black and white assumptions, if mm. you like, mm. with the historical context, and then put that in front of the qualified individual yeah. to make the final judgment? And so, you know, sometimes you can actually save money by preventing schools needing to go off and use and pay for additional complementary services. Completely. You know, the portability is important for me. I kind of always feel that, you know, safeguarding data is precious. You don't always want it to go in the cloud. But obviously, if it's in the cloud, you'd expect it to be a reputable vendor that's got the right security and all the right tools in place. But actually, the truth of it is its value is about how accessible it is to you. And if you don't find something accessible, you just won't use it. So the work we've done on making sure that, you know, from your smartphone or whatever, you can quickly access details about a child, to me is... That's where it becomes relevant to a teacher who sees a child that's they've got concerns about and they can quickly find out about that child but also raise a concern if appropriate. Streamlining and simplifying is really at the heart of what we're doing at the moment. And that, that, that immediacy and that simplification you know, it just harps back to all the requirements that schools have under keeping children safe in education and now looking at you know, the requirements around serious violence, looking at you know, contextual safeguarding as well. So it's it's wonderful to see the, the embodiment and the living embodiment to then again save schools that time and re- relieve that pressure. Yeah, it was reassuring as well. I mean, we've spent a lot of time working with schools and for the turn of the year to bring out our contextual intelligence and then seeing Kixie a reference to the context, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, we're right. This is the way to go. It yeah. makes sense on any level. And the fact that nobody else does that is kind of like, well, maybe others will follow. You know, Obviously, from our point of view, we always want to be able to do it the best we possibly can. Yeah. But the real test is, and regrettably, it happens fairly regularly, is schools contacting us and saying, you know what, you picked up on something there for a child that we were really concerned about, and we're so glad that we had the solution in place. Yeah. You kind of hope nobody has those kind of children in those circumstances, but we know the reality is they do. And if the product helps, then the brand is irrelevant, frankly. Yeah, and, and to know that that safety net exists. Absolutely. To, to help you know, the educators yeah. and the children. Yeah, is is one of the the most precious things, and also the, one of the most rewarding aspects, I'm sure, of of your work. Absolutely. I mean, you know, safeguarding's at the heart of stuff, and and you know, you've, we've, we've discussed before. You know, I have my role at Net Sport, but I chair a map. I'm involved in a number of schools at governance level. I chair an SEND board. I think if you if your passion and your heart is in young people and giving them the best opportunities then when it comes to safeguarding it's not really negotiable is it really no. you just want to make sure that kids are safe and, and make the right choices exactly yeah. and, and in terms of um the the recognition that net support um you know, receive with regards to that um i know whenever coming into to net support radio and, and net support towers uh the uh the ever groaning um uh, 
trophy cabinet that you have always seems to, to have extra additions uh, and new bits of silverware. In fact, I'm sure you have more silverware than Buckingham Palace. Uh, wow. But, but can, we, can we just pause at this point? Because Netsport Towers, silverware, Buckingham Palace, <laughs> there is a risk for listeners that they may have a false perception of our, of our organisation. I'm very proud of our offices, mind you. We have, we have lovely facilities here and we are very proud of them. But there are no towers. No. Um, however, you, yeah, we're right and we're proud of it because we put a lot of work and effort into it. You know, we, we do get recognised around the world for, for what we do, like many other people do for different reasons. Um, and that's part of validating that we're doing the right things. You know, it's, it's easy to follow your own path, but if you don't get that validation, if you don't actually deliver, and education is a perfect example. You know, there are so many products that people come out with for education and say, this is what schools need. And it's like, you haven't asked them. It's not what schools need. And I think you've got to develop. It's all about, you know, the, one of the biggest strands in, in all aspects of education, I think, is about co-production. It's about making mm, sure that mm. you are producing, working with those that will use, shaping yeah. with those that will use. Otherwise, you're just missing the point. And for us in the education space for technology vendor, to be around 30 years is unusual you yeah. know there are others have done it so i don't claim to be unique but we're really proud that we've done it for 30 years and yeah we're up 300 plus awards that we've got and it, and it grows and i'm i'm really proud of that it reflects the skills and capabilities of all the people that work in, in net sport um and also the support and help of so many in the education community that came up with a lot of the ideas and have tested with us and worked with us to do it and yeah, here's to another 30, although I might not see out the next 30, but hey <laughs> we can keep our fingers crossed, can't we? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Al, thank you so much indeed for, for your time today. For, for those of you who've uh, listened in, obviously, please don't forget to subscribe. And if you haven't already, please check it out at netsupportsoftware.com forward slash radio. Al, thank you very much indeed for your time. My pleasure. Thank you, Henry. It's a special birthday year for us. <laughs> 30 years of award-winning school IT management solutions. Happy birthday, Net Support Software.